Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of What They Don't Tell You at the Hair Salon. It is I, LaDosha Wright, your favorite, favorite, favorite indie author extraordinaire, coming to you live and direct from Cleveland, Ohio, where the weather is crazy as some of these hairstyles I've been seeing on social media and walking around town. That's right, I'm walking around town because Ohio has officially opened up on June 2nd and some people are leaving their mask on and some people are taking them off, but in certain spaces and places, If you are vaccinated, and I am vaccinated, you can have your mask off. And then in some instances, you know what, you're going to have to have them on. But whatever the case may be, I think we are starting to truly, truly open up and come out. And so that is what this podcast will be about, is opening up and coming out, which is actually... A very interesting topic considering June is Pride Month. So what's up to all my LGBTQ peeps out here listening to me on the podcast? I hope you all are really celebrating yourself. And so as a lot of people were celebrating themselves, some of them were not celebrating their hair. So when I say open up and come out, I'm talking about some things that we have seen in the hair salon. I have about five good topics with some solutions that I'm going to help all of you who are opening up and coming back out into society, be it slowly but surely or like me, fast and easy, okay? Um, I've got some wonderful tips for you, but before I get started, you guys know my typical platform is to do my three current events, and then I'm going to jump right into the topic, which today again is about opening up and coming out like Diana Ross. I'm coming out. I want the world to know. Got to let it show. I know y'all like that food case thing. No, I can't sing, but I can start off with these three, three cool current events. Number one, I'm starting off with Miss Paxton Smith. Now, typically, I don't watch TV, but I did watch Dreamland, the burning of Black Wall Street that was put together by LeBron James and his best friend Maverick Carter. I'm going to get to that second, but first, um, that's actually how I heard about Miss Paxton Smith. It was actually listening to a little bit of CNN. So who is this Miss Paxton Smith? Miss Paxton Smith is the valedictorian of a Dallas high school who used her three minutes of fame to give her speech to her classmates um, to speak out against the Heartbeat Bill of Texas and the Heartbeat Bill, in case you're not familiar with it, it is a bill that was signed by the Texas governor that prohibits abortions 
when a heartbeat can be detected. And so she spoke out for the right to have a choice of what women can do with their bodies, which I agree. So um, at the end, the interviewer asked her, did she have any advice for future valedictorians? And she said, yes, use your voice and use your platform wise. And I think that's some very good advice coming from the future. So whether you are pro-choice or you are pro-life, her message to the people to use your platform and to use your voice, I think that was a phenomenal message to all of us out here. So big ups to Miss Paxton Smith, the valedictorian of the Dallas High School who used her three minutes of fame to do what? Use her platform and speak her voice, okay? Um, also, um, you know, I had a little bit about Naomi, um, the, the tennis player, Naomi Osaka. Um, yeah, she also, you know, used her platform to speak her voice for um, mental health because she said, hey, y'all are vexing me. And some people are like, you know what? Come on now, Miss Osaka. You just be a little bit of, you know, drama queen. Hey, guys. She's a kid, and so she's right. You know, sometimes enough is enough, and I think we all can take cue from her. So we're going to give two, one for Paxton and one for Miss Naomi, our tennis star. You are a superstar, and you do need to speak your voice, and both of you ladies are correct to use your platform to speak your voice. So I just had to sneak that in, okay? So next up on my current event, uh, yeah, I talked about this Um and that would be, you know, you got something good to say when you go like this. You know what I'm saying? I used to do back in the hood. When something was good, you had to. Because, girl, uh, yes. Um, by the way, as I was saying, LeBron James and his homeboy, his best friend, his business partner, Mr. Maverick Carter. Hey, these guys deserve two big super duper shout outs i wish i had that horn you know that horn all the djs be using okay i wish i had one of those horns to give those guys a super duper you know shout out for their production of dreamland the burning of black wall street so it aired on memorial day that would be the 31st um commemorating 100 years of this massacre now when you read this history some historians will write it as a riot but lebron james and mr maverick carter chose to give this narrative a massacre which i thought was really good because when you watch this or you read about it whichever one you like to do i think you too will conclude you know what this was a massacre these fools killed over 100 black people that's before we was, you know, before we was niggers, and then we was coloreds, and then we was niggers, and back to black, black African Americans. But during that time, we were niggers, okay? And so they killed over one 
hundred. I think maybe I think it was even maybe two hundred. But watch it to get the facts, or like I said, to read about it. Don't quote me on the exact number. But it was a large amount of families and individuals who were just murdered and robbed and pilfered of everything they worked hard and built from the ground up. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't want to be the spoiler. Excuse my smacking, y'all, but like I said, this is some good information, okay? Um, but the the truth is, this was a massacre. And the way this documentary went down, like I said, I don't want to do the spoiler alert, but I'm just going to tell you this. I, I got to do just a little bit. He went before, during, and after. Okay, I'm going to leave it right there. I'm not going to tell it all. But to me, that made this documentary very, very profound because rarely do you get that type of backdrop. Usually you get a history, but they took it there. And the reason why I like it, because when I wrote my book, What They Don't Tell You at the Hair Salon, I took that same position. Because too many times when we're getting history, we always get that bad part. You know, first we were slaves. You know what? We had a lot of history before that took place. And so I like when I step into arenas, be it a book, a movie, or whatever, documentary, and they give us something beforehand. So on that note... I really like the way they did that. I ain't going to tell you what they did. I'm just going to tell you that they did it and that I believe that you should go and watch it. There are a lot of versions of this massacre and it's written by various people of various persuasions. But And I've read some of them, not a lot, but a few. But I'm going to give... LeBron James and Maverick Carter that little horn you know what I'm saying okay because my mom used to get it first because she was the first person who told me about this situation of Black Wall Street being burned down in Tulsa via her favorite R&B group The Gap Band so that was back in like 78, 79, when oops upside your head and my heart's burning for your love and sweet Caroline, love you with all of my heart. Sing it, sweet Caroline. Now you got to be old to know about this. So my mom was obviously, because you know I'm singing the word sweet Caroline, and that was on the Gap Band, one of their first albums, if I'm not mistaken. And my mom told me that the Gap Band named their group after this Gap, which I believe that would be the Greenwood District um, of Tulsa, Oklahoma, where African Americans had all of this property and businesses and hotels and all movie theaters, just like what they said in the in the documentary. And I and I remember I had to be about maybe like eleven or twelve, and I was looking at my mother like, "Oops, upside the head." I said, "Oops, upside the head." I didn't know, like, I don't know nothing about what you're talking about, because when I was a kid. The only black history we really got was whatever they showed on PBS, which was typically Eyes on the Prize. So you got to be old school to know about that. Um, 
And that was pretty much all we saw. But that was the best way my mom could give me some black history. But there was no way for me to kind of confirm that story or or go get any research or go to a library and look up on it because that was it was non-existent okay so now it's everywhere I mean you can find this story everywhere and five years ago it was just maybe it was getting a little buzz so see what a difference a day makes okay so um, I, again I'm just gonna give a super duper shout out to LeBron James and Maverick Carter for their documentary of Dreamland the burning of Black Wall Street okay um, next up in case you did not know now this is not necessarily a current event more so than it is a little history that's happening that's happening now and it's coming up on June 19th and it's called Juneteenth now I'm saying this because some people are familiar with it and some are not again about five years ago you didn't hear it got a little buzz um, I first heard about it maybe about 20 years ago when I was in college and I was you know just as what they call it waking up or getting woke okay um, and so it was it was in that in the circle it was very popular especially like in South Carolina people was going down there and celebrating Juneteenth what now fast forward 20 years later I believe just about every state here in the United States um, are recognizing all states may not be uh, celebrating it as an official you know government holiday but for sure in just about every state that you reside in there will be some type of a Juneteenth celebration and June 19th uh, is the official date in 1865 I'm just reading my little notes here that Major General Gordon Granger of the Union Army landed in Galveston Texas and informed slaves the Civil War had ended and it had been abolished and so um, and I know y'all like but I thought wait a minute hold on Dodo <gasps> like I said from the hood we go wait a minute Dodo uh, wasn't it true in 1865 on January 1st um, President Lincoln did emancipate slaves well yeah But not in Galveston, Texas, because remember the Confederates, that's that General Lee. Now y'all wonder, why are that cancel culture? Why they doing all that? They shouldn't be taking down those statues. Yes, they should. Take his ass down, because that fool was crazy. So the Confederates were not letting those slaves go free so it wasn't until june 19th again that um general gordon granger came in and said hey 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 bust up the shiver okay so learn a little bit more about june 19th or you know what if you are a descendant you know you're a descendant of slaves and or you know you just hey i'm black and i'm proud or you want to celebrate that history you don't have to be black to celebrate you just want to know about it 
go ahead on and order you your Juneteenth, you know, free-ish type of stuff and represent for your ancestors, okay? So, um, uh, so June 19th, is, it's not an actual, like, current event, but I just want my listeners to know that it's going down. And, of course, I'll be celebrating. I'll be rocking my Juneteenth stuff. And so um, I think you guys should do it as well. So now that we have certain aspects of history that's starting to what open up and come on out, you know, because this stuff used to be pushed in the back, but now it's opening up and coming on out. It wasn't happening when it comes to hair. So during the pandemic, a lot of people were closing in and uh, not coming out. Okay, but now states are opening up. People are being vaccinated. People are feeling more comfortable to come out. Now, during the pandemic, the shelter in place, some people, you know, their state said you had to stay in. Like in Ohio, we had a lot of shelter in place orders. Some states like Florida was like, pandemic, shmandemic. It's a party. It's a party. You know, I want to swing off the chandelier. Off the chandelier. So Texas was like they were swinging off a chandelier but in Ohio uh-uh, we couldn't do that so in in those instances <clears throat> excuse me you had some people that could and couldn't come out right so in the hair salon we're getting a large influx where the books are starting to just get really full and that's why I wasn't able to do any podcast last month because I was booked and I had to do my YouTube and I had to do my my Rev Air Go Lives. I mean, I was busy and um, I did an interview where, you know, we had to go down to Columbus and do that sitting on the Capitol Hill bill to speak out against Senate Bill 133 and House Bill 277 to lower the standards of cosmetology here in Ohio. So I'm telling you, I have been busy, but now I am back on the block. So these are some of the things that I saw in the hair salon, what we saw in the hair salon. So I'm going to give you the situation and I'm going to give you the remedy and then that's going to be it and I hope you guys are enjoying um, what they don't tell you at the hair salon podcast which remember it was ranked by Feedspot as one of the top 25 hairstylist hairstylist podcast to listen to in 2021 so I definitely want to continue to deliver and and thank them so much for that recognition so number one on coming up opening up and coming out here's what we are seeing number one unclean hair so during the pandemic this was really 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 a big issue some people couldn't some people wouldn't so whatever the scenario is or was here is your solution clarifying shampoos regular shampoos are not formulated to cleanse hair that is heavily soiled So the longer you wait to shampoo your hair, the scalp becomes congested. The products will settle to the scalp and you will see more flakes or fibrin as we call them. If you couple that with a scalp disorder such as dandruff or eczema or psoriasis, then you'll have double 
the scalp you know cooties on there so with that being said you'll need a a prescription shampoo if you have that as well as a clarifying shampoo and then your regular shampoo so if you have a scalp condition you'll need the medicine from the that's in the shampoo to alleviate the scalp condition and then you'll need the clarifying shampoo to remove the buildup of the hair care products right and then your regular shampoo that's going to you know prep the hair for styling be it braids twists flat arm wash it go whatever i know you guys are like stop it judy yeah it's that serious People make the mistake of thinking that regular shampoos can take care of scalp conditions or hair that is heavily soiled, but to the manufacturer's credit, those products are not formulated for that. So, if you have been in a situation where you haven't been cleansing your hair every you know day or up to once a week you're going to definitely need a clarifying shampoo and then like i said if you have a scalp condition you will need your medicated shampoo to alleviate um symptoms from your scalp condition all right next up we were also seeing weak hair so people who don't clean their hair they're all also not revitalizing it with the proper proteins some people were but were skipping out on the protein so if your hair is weak meaning your hair is limp you see a lot of breakage um, when you touch your hair it's like coming out maybe you um, were suffering from COVID and some you know your hair you were experiencing intelligent effluvium that also is a result that came unfortunately with um, uh, COVID then you will see that condition protein is your only solution to both so if your hair is weak or if you are suffering or recovering from the telogen effluvium which is when the hair is in that stage of coming out protein will help strengthen the hair that's still there so if the hair is coming out nothing you could do about it this will run its course and that has to be up under a doctor's supervision okay so make sure you incorporate protein i know the question is i know you guys are like come on dosha how much should we spend which one should we buy i like to encourage all of my listeners to shop within your budget Hair care products are like cars. You got your Aston Martins and then you got your Hoopties. They all are automobiles. The question is, how do you want to arrive? So that's going to navigate you in your spending. So if your budget is $100, then go within that bracket for a $100 protein. If your doctor, if your, if your um, budget is $10, then go within that $10 range for your $10 protein. And in any price bracket, you'll find something that's going to help you with your weak hair okay um next up we have protective hairstyles now during the pandemic people were just staying in and not coming out and we're turning to a lot of protective hairstyles it's not my favorite terminology nor do i like the practice of protective hairstyles but i do understand the culture and why people like them 
So what I'm going to say about protective styles, and of course, those are going to be your weaves, your braids, your twists, and all of this, that, and, uh, and the other, um, is that please, guys, don't leave them in too long. So to me, they should be called alternative hairstyles because they're still hairstyles. Protection, I don't know how or whose idea was to call any hairstyle protective hairstyle because ain't nothing about a hairstyle protective that's just I don't I don't get it but anywho that's a whole nother podcast so make sure you do not leave them in too long and before you listen to me please take your direction from the person who is doing your hair if it is a person who's not a professional then you can listen to me, okay? So if you have a professional braid or a natural a professional natural hairstylist, they will give you the direction on how long and how to take this out of your hair. If not, I'm going to recommend to everyone who's listening, do not leave things in beyond two to four weeks. I know what you're saying, girl. I spent 250 400 or, you know, $85 and you're telling me I have to take this out? Yes, because remember, guys, the scalp is a microbial habitat. It has its own bio and it's doing its own little funky stuff, okay? So don't leave it in too long. Next up, regrowth of color. I saw, we saw a lot of this is coming in the salon because again, this topic is about what? Opening up and coming out. That's right. So people are taking off the mask and, you know, they're just starting. Now, some people are still leaving them on, but they're coming out. People are vaccinated. They're feeling pretty free and they're able to come out. They're returning back to work. They're having more Zoom presentations. And so we see a lot of regrowth uh, on color. So here's the thing. If you have not had your hair colored, and three months and beyond, you need corrective color. So please do not try to fix your color at home. Coloring hair is not like painting walls or polishing nails. Coloring hair, it consists of three three key components. Number one is the hair itself. Excuse me. Number two is oxygen. Oxygen is what makes color fade and look real funky looking. And then number three, it is going to be what? The actual hair color itself. So please, please, please turn this over to a professional certified colorist, not a person who I can color your hair. No, because corrective color has a very very special set of unique rules and circumstances that only a master colorist can address and resolve effectively without what compromising your hair so that would lead me to my last one which would be regrowth of relaxers so again 
this podcast is about opening up and what I'm coming out. Hey, so big ups to all my LGBTQ community people out here and then to the people who's also coming out, coming out of this pandemic, coming out of the shelter in place, coming out of all the restrictions, but their hair is like, oh, I don't know, Gina, okay? So that regrowth on relaxers. So you have two resolves in this situation. So just like the colorist has to go see a master colorist, the same applies for the relaxers. If you have not had a relaxer in three months or beyond, you'll need a corrective relaxer that only a professional licensed cosmetologist who's familiar with the process can do this safely or you have the alternative to grow it out. So whatever your case is, please make sure, number one, if you're under the supervision of your hairstylist, go back to her and follow his or her directions. If you're doing this at home, you can continue to grow it out via braids. You can also flat on it or you can wash and go depending on how your texture is at that demarcation line. Okay, I wish y'all could see me over here with my fingers as I'm trying to, you know, give y'all a visual on this, which is why I think you guys like my podcast is because, you know, LaDosha be breaking it down. Okay, all right, so again, to recap, big ups to my homegirl Paxton Smith and my homegirl Miss Naomi. I, I hope I'm saying her name right. Is it Osaki or Osaka? I'm sorry if I'm messing up your name for using your platform and your voice to speak up and do what's right for you, which of course inspires everyday people like me. I would love to send a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful shout out to LeBron James and his protege business partner, Mr. Maverick Carter, because I don't have that horn for their wonderful, wonderful uh, production of Dreamland, The Burning of Black Wall Street. And again, you can see that on CNN. Like I said, there are other renditions of it, but to me, theirs is the best, okay? And then last but not least, don't forget to celebrate Juneteenth on June 19th wherever you are get your t-shirts you know talk to your kids about it do something and to make our ancestors proud whatever you want to do write a poem cook your favorite meal this was a really big to do um, in our history so let's carry on this legacy okay and this is when this is like we're not trying to disrespect anybody else you know it's just really about us celebrating who we are so forget Robert E. Lee go kick rocks as far as I'm concerned, okay? All right, and then last but not least, my five topics of unclean hair. The remedy is clarifying shampoo. We care. The remedy is protein. Protective hairstyles. The remedy is don't leave them in too long. 
the remedy of the next one would be regrowth of color if you are three months and beyond you need to see a professional colorist for corrective color and then the last one would be regrowth for relaxers and again you want to see a professional stylist to do a corrective relaxer or you have the option to continue to grow your relaxer out safely all right so if you're like woo girl that was a lot and I, I just I don't know what to do I think I need some more help on this journey I want to let you guys know that if you email me at ladoshaw at yahoo.com I will email you a free pdf file you can print this out yourself of your very own hair and scalp journal that's written by me it does complement my book what they don't tell you at the hair salon however you don't need the book you can still have the journal i also have another pdf and it's my hair care product shoppers guide you guys this is a must to have in your phone it will not take up space you can just you know it's got good better best you guys will love it so if you want that it's yours for free just email me at ladoshaw at yahoo.com last but not least guys if you want to see that whole grow out process, I'm going to upload a three-part series. I just uploaded one today on my YouTube channel about growing out your relaxer. If you want to do that, you need some help. I have three uploads that I'm going to be doing, and I uploaded my first one today. That's on YouTube, and of course, that's at Ladosha Wright. Yes, you can follow me on all the other social media platforms. I'm on every last one of them, including LinkedIn, okay? Uh, you can also visit my website at lwrightbooks.com. Both books, Curly Hair Adventures and what they don't tell you at the hair salon are available in your ebook um, forms. And then my hair care products are available at globalhaircare.com, Shopify, and also my Amazon store, okay? So I think I got you guys covered. You all have been wonderful. I hope you are enjoying my podcast again. Thank you, Feedspot, for ranking um, my podcast as one of the top 25 hairstylist podcasts to listen to in 2021. I'm back on track because I, too, am opening up and coming out of this thing on shelter in place here in Ohio. I've been vaccinated and, um, you know, it's just time to just carry on, carry on, carry on, all right? You guys know what I say when I'm always signing out, right? I'm talking about a whole lot of peace, a whole lot of love, and most certainly a whole lot of hair. But check this out. If you ain't got no hair, don't want hair, can't stand hair. As a matter of fact, you plan on cutting it off this year, but you still like listening to hair porn? You know what I say. Don't even worry about it. Just rub your beautiful, beautiful bald head. Come on, say it with me, y'all. Y'all know why. Y'all ready? One, two, three. Because bald heads are beautiful too. Bye.
Deuces. Peace out. <laughs>